Sacred Woman, A Guide to Healing the Feminine Body, Mind, and Spirit by Queen Afua. Chapter 1, Comedic Nubian Philosophy, beginning on page 14, section, A Brief Overview of Pre-Dynastic Comedic Early Egypt, Our Story, by Heru Ankh-Ra Semaha. We, Kamites, coming into consciousness today hold in our ancestral memory a vision of the origins of Kemetic high culture very different from that of the modern Egyptology. Our favorite Egyptological spin is the notion that Stone Age hunters fleeing a Nordic Ice Age wound up in the fertile Sahara. When it dried up, they migrated to the lush Nile Delta to become the founders of science, government, philosophy, religion, astronomy, architecture, and medicine. Another favorite Egyptolo- Egyptological belief is that the Egyptian people picked up the art of agriculture from the early Neolithic farmers of Mesopotamia. Another error is Egyptologists' irritating tendency to speak of African and Egyptian culture as if they are two separate entities. Sadly, this way of thinking seems endemic in the siddles of modern Egyptology. These scholars remain uncomfortable with anything that reveals genius coming from a central equatorial African source. Hence terms such as, quote, Ice Age hunters and, quote, Mesopotamian farmers brainstorm, brainstain humanity into accepting the Egyptological life of primordial northern origin to account for the flowering of the Hopi Nile Valley civilization. But the black bones at Old Duvet, George in Kenya, Gorge in Kenya. The premortal bones of, quote, Lucy in the Afra regions of Kush and those in Mono Potoma, Mono Motopa, South Africa, do not lie. Neither do the richly melanated skins of the Sahu found in the Valley of the Kings and the Valley of the Queens. Our Anu-Twa ancestors were originators of pre-dynastic Kemetic civilization and built the holy city of Anu. These same Anu later migrated to become the Ainu of Japan and the Ta-Anu of the West Indies. Our exalted African Nubian civilization existed for untold millennia before the inhabitants of the northern zone were ever heard of. And when the northerners finally succeeded in conquering the African Nubian, quote, blameless ones, whether Chambis, the Persian, 525 BCE, the Greek Alexander, 330 BCE, or the Romans, 
Atonian Caesar 30 BCE. They lack the culture and spiritual astuteness to sustain and to say to sustain the Mahatan principles that made comedic civilization so lasting and great. If one honestly seeks to learn the originators of comedic culture and civilization, it is to the oral history, the oldest writing of Kamites themselves, that one must go. In sections of the book, in sections of the book of coming forth by day from night, the so-called Egyptian book of the dead, in the pyramid text and in the coffin text, my ancestors continuously referred to a star-born origin. The kings and queens who sat on the lion's throne of Heru in the Hopi Nile Valley called themselves Sarah, son of the sun, and Satra, daughter of the sun, respectively. Our first mother, Isis, was born from the star SPDT called Cyrus or Cirrus, Sirius. Our first earth father, Asar, Osiris, Osiris, was born in the constellation of Sa, Orion. We Africans were star trekkers. For untold thousands of years before Captain Kirk's Star Trek, listen to the Mut Hetep Mother Peace a queen of the fifth dynasty in a quote from her own papyrus in the British Museum, number 10,010, sheet number three. Quote, I have come forth from between the thighs of divinity, Neturu. I have conceived by, been conceived by Shechemet, Shechemet, and I have been brought forth at the door of the star, Sirius, the foremost who is long of strides along the celestial path of Ra day after day. End quote. Listen to another Kamite from Sesh at Paris. Quote, I rise like a mighty star in the world. Let me journey through it like the son of Ra. I am Heru, heir of Asar. I have received his nemesis crown in the star world end quote to this very day the dragon people of mali who trace their beginnings to the hapai valley still celebrate the orbital cycles of sirius b around sirius a they call sirius b potolo in the seed star modern egyptologists such as martin bernal the author of black athena the Afro, Afro-Asiatic roots of cl- classical civilization now admit the people who created the early Egyptian civilization followed from the sources of the river Hapai in Kush, Ethiopia, in Kenset, Nubian Sudan. Because southerner origins are unmistakably black the african some european egyptologists have held that egypt is in the middle east that egypt is part of the entire african continent is evident to all except the mostly the most voluntarily blind any researcher who attempts to present a 
brief outline of comedic history is confronted by a mass of Egypto Egyptologian gobbledygook of foreign names and conflicting timelines, dynasties, and data. However, they all seem to toe the line of a first dynasty beginning at 3100 BCE. One who graduates out of Egyptology to embrace Kemetology soon discovers through that the Kemetic mind deals with past, present, and future simultaneously. The story of Kemet is a cyclical one. As the Western world enters its third millennium, anyone of Kemetic consciousness who needs to celebrate dates has countless beginnings to choose from in 10,500 BC, the Spitten Nubian Kemites of the Hapai Valley unified to build Heru Akhet, the Sphinx, to honor Shekmet, the lioness cosmic mother healer who had rid the land of enemies of Ma'at, the Isfit, Isfitins, histori historically called Hekshasu, uh, nomadic shepherd worshippers of Seth, Netur of the desert and storms, in 4240 BCE, the Heru Namur, known to Egyptologists as the Pharaoh Narmer or Menes, reinstituted a lost unity and declared the Semai of Twai, Kemet in Kenset, Egypt and Nubia Kush. In the year 2000, if we choose the provable date of an age of Leo beginning 10,500 BCE, we would be at the halfway mark of our 13th millennium, 12,500 pH, which is post the Sphinx. If we choose Mars 4240 BCE, the beginning of the age of Taurus, we are at the one quarter mark of our seventh millennium. Since the reunification by Namar, this would be 6240 Smai Twai if we cho choose to date from King Tut Ankamen, it would be 3373 Aten-Ra. So how long have Kamites been on the planet earth our traditions say from the first times so we are not confused by conjectured Egypt Egyptological dates we look at our story to gather the lessons of our past errors so that we may correct them but most important we gather the enduring values of Ma'at that we may live them and practice them the evidence of comedic glory and downfall has been captured on temple walls in Shesh. Comet rose and fell. Comet rose and fell because no civilization can escape the law of cycles. People ask, if the ancient Egyptians were so great, how or why did they fall? Just let them reflect and meditate on the law of cycles. 
Some of the signs of the pending fall from glory are mirrored on the walls in the killing of animals for food and sacrifice and in the killing of humans in war. The walls are replete with the story of a glorious, peaceful civilization forced to make chariots to defend themselves from the northern Asiatics and the southern is fit titans if i-s-f-i-t-i-a-n-s who worked against the principles of ma'at we focus on times of samai twai as our model because there is unity because where there is unity there is healing taking place today humanity is disunified therefore sick with violence and pestilence and war it must be healed the rebirth of Samai twai nubian comedic ma'at paradigm is upon us once we overcome the egyptological preoccupation with dates and dynasties then all humanity can have access to the Samai twai heal thyself know thyself love thyself be thyself ma'atan way of ascension and renaissance oh commit what historical lives have been told of you through your present day distorted name egypt oh nubian kushnite comedic ancestors western man is claiming that he came from the north to build the pyramids and baxter is nefertiti and yule brenner is Ramesses, Hollywood star, Hollywood's Stargate has desecrated Ra as an Epstein demon and the mummy's curse has been unleashed in a story, in a sorry effort to sow doubt and fear among people, all of whom need Ma'at, truth, righteousness, and fairness in their lives. But they will fail to know it because Ma'at is a principle hidden behind the gates of a cosmic divine high culture whose door was supposed to remain sealed by the invention of the word sound Egypt. The biblical curses against Egypt would scare most people away from discovering the glittering heritage that awaits their claim. For an even older version of our creation story, one can examine the Shabaka stone it tells us that Ptah Shechemet, great mother, father, creator, became the first ruler guide of the Kemetans. Ptah and Shechemet established the gnomes, the states or administrative diversions of the country, and constructed the temples and shrines. They fashioned the statutes and figure in figurines of the Neturu and put them in their places. The Shabaka stone also refers to the to the drowning of Asar and his resuscitation by his wife, Ast Isis and her sister Nebet Het. The lives of the citizens of Kemet were centered around the temple, much like the state capital or city hall of modern times. Reverence for the divine permeated all aspects of life in Kemet. The culture was spiritual, not religious. Religion is modern, whereas spirituality is a pre-mortal, ver- pre-mortal. The very word religion is drawn from the Latin word 
religar or religalo, which means to tie back or to tie again. Since the Kamites saw their lives as intrinsically connected to divinity, there was no reason to be tied. It was those who saw themselves as alienated from the divine who invented the religion and is and its attendant competitive dogmas to tie them fast to their spiritual vision. Kemetic consciousness perceives itself as surrounded, enveloped, saturated, nurtured, and immersed in divinity like the fish in the ocean. Kemites had no need to invent religion. Spiritual immersions was the mode of existence. This view empowered our Kemetic ancestors. They entertained no doctrine of salvation by proxy. Ma'at demands personal responsibility and accountability. There is no vicarious atonement. When you live in Ma'at, every day is judgment day. Another fatal error of Egyptology is to use the terms of gods and goddesses to describe the attributes, aspects, and differentiations of nature. Western concepts of divinity also give us an objective male god upon in heaven somewhere ruling over a hierarchy of all male angels and little boy cherubs. This will never do for the Kemite. For the beginning, Kemetic cosm cosmology was maatical, balanced. It taught of Netur, a mother-father creator. The Neturu, divine attributes, were likewise feminine and masculine. For example, Ptah, Shekmet, Amen, Ramut, Tehuti, Ma'at, Ast, Asar. This way of viewing the divine that filtered down into everyday life was Ma'atrical. Ma and women enjoyed the measure of equality unduplicated in these so-called modern times, the Greeks and Romans were appalled at the level of freedom of comedic women who could own property and function as queens, high priestess, and living oracles. The lineage of kings was transmitted through the mother as was inheritance. The maocracy of the ancient Kemites eclipsed the democracy of modern times whose hallmark has been the suppression and oppression of women coupled with a pervasive undercurrent of racism. In order to begin to understand the spirituality of ancient Kemites, it is important to open our consciousness and familiarize yourself with the Kemetic cosmological legacy that created the Maatkrasi if you pray for guidance as you experience the nine gateways of initiation, you will discover what your comedic ancestors always knew, that your so-called spiritual life and your normal life are truly one. Then on page 19, there is there are two lists. One is a list, the Neturu, ancient comedic Nubian spiritual energies, and on the second half of the page is a glossary of ancient comedic terms. Turn the page to page 20. There's a prayer for the womb verse. I call upon the divine creator to protect my womb and the wombs of our daughters. Heal our wombs from all wickedness. From this day forward, we must speak up 
and guard our wombs with all our inner power as we call on the ancient African spirit of Mechabet, African guardian angel of the sacred womb. I call upon the African spirit of Ma'at for womb balance and wellness. I call upon the spirit Het Heru within me to demonstrate divine love of my womb in absolute harmony. I call upon the spirit Tehuti within me so that I may make wise decisions on behalf of my womb's restoration. I call upon Ast, the Greek African mother, the great African mother spirit within me to inspire the continuous nurturing of my sacred womb. I affirm that all abuse and desecration of the womb are to be no more. My womb speaks and commands peace upon the earth and throughout the womb members. Through the healing of my womb, all wars shall cease. Through the healing of my womb, all men and women shall be at peace. Earth Mother, because of the peace within my womb, tidal waves, hurricanes, tornadoes, volcanic eruptions, floods, and earthquakes shall cease. According to my womb, there will be peace, for it is my womb that is the spiritual coordinator of all activity on this sacred earth and all the worlds within the womb-verse. Women, guard your womb and guard it well so wickedness no longer exists. According to my womb, peace. And here ends the reading on page 20. And that is also the end of chapter one and part one. Tomorrow we will start part two, womb wisdom.